Episode 69! <laughs> 69, baby. We made yeah, it. Yeah, baby. It's, 69. it's crazy. You only get one yeah. 69. Here we are. Mm-hmm. Oh, That's right. Lord. Only once in a lifetime. 69. It's, yeah. um, this is what I wanted to ask you, because I said to you, just before we went on air, something I want to ask you, and I was like, I'll wait for the show. Yeah. Is this our first... Um, so- Solo's the wrong word, I guess, but the episode before we did just you and I, was that almost people, Rebel Flesh? I don't think we've done one... Yeah, so it has been... Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, so we had, mm, like, the last four, minute. I think, have been all guests. That makes sense, yeah, last yeah. four. So it's nice. Yeah, it's actually quite had- nice. We had Zave, then we had, uh, uh, oh yeah, no, it was, it was Zave, Nicole, and then Dylan, Dylan and then Dan. Yeah, that was it. That was it. Mm. So that's nice. And Crazy. we got uh, Vinny on next yeah. week. That should be fun. <clears throat> really looking forward to that. Um, she says she's oh, got no. like a, a new a new job starting next week. Oh no, uh, or something like that. So she's a bit well, all good. over the place. Uh, so she well. might not be able to. She said, if not, then uh, she'll do Bells of St. John, which we all know is one of my faves. Crumbs, so okay. All right. we'll, be there. well, fair enough. I mean, that's great. She's got a new job. She actually spoke to me about it this week. Mm. That's really good. But yeah, well, okay. We'll keep you posted on that. But no, it's nice to, um, it's yeah. nice to have, uh, like the old days, you know, like season six has been such a weird season as well. Like it's in this season of our show has been like, it feels like it's gone on forever. In a good way, I guess. But like, it does. You know what I mean? Like, this season's been so whack. Season yeah. five went so quickly I think it felt so cohesive. I think what's what's not helped is the fact that season six, the, the, there's a lot of just single episodes. Yeah. So, like, you know, usually there's a few two-parters spaced out, whereas now we're kind of, like, just going through, like, one episode at a time rather than, like, one episode, one episode, two episodes, one episode, one episode, two mm. episodes, you know? It's an odd season, yeah. And I just think that, like... I think seven's going to be really fun. But I just think six is like, again, with it just being a weird season, it's just kind of like odd. I'm interested to see, like, mm. I was thinking today, actually, just before we jump in the episode, I want to hear your thoughts on this. What if we get season 13 around, like, late October, November? That means that, like, maybe they're planning this. It means that, like, the season will go on to, like, December, and then we'll get the... New Year's special, which I assume we're gear. Are they confirmed New Year's or they just said special? Uh they haven't they haven't said they they've just said special, but I assume it's New Year's. It's Daleks again. Daleks the looks again. of it. Um spoilers, I guess. So I it makes sense. Oh, yeah, I'd be of course, surprised. Yeah. I'd be surprised if it wasn't. I'm just interested though, like that's cool because like we'll we'll have not a lot of gats, and then it will just be a couple of uh, couple of specials here and there. It'll be nice to like look forward to a a special every couple of months and stuff. And when when's the hundredth yeah. anniversary of the BBC? They announced that. Yeah, do we know what month that is next year? I think it, it's definitely in the back half of the year. I think it was like I want to say November, but I don't know if okay. I'm just saying that because that's when when the Doctor Who anniversary is. Might be October actually. Okay. That could be cool. That could be like yeah. a solid year of just like a season and then a couple of specials. That could be really interesting. Yeah. Either way, I'm ex- yeah. I'm excited for it. Um, it's weird they didn't give us a release date with the trailer, but I still don't yeah, know why they didn't because do that. it it really must be coming out like pretty soon, you know? Yeah. Because it, it's six episodes. It, it yeah, it's probably going to be 
October, I think. So we'll probably do a trailer. There is the there is a possibility that we might get a trailer very soon um, on September the second because. Basically, you know this... Have you been following on Twitter? There's been this whole, like, hashtag where's the doctor thing. It started with the trailer. Um, no, I didn't see this. No. So, in the trailer, there was a thing that was, like... Uh, in the final thing, where it was, like, Doctor Who returns later this year. There was, like, really, really faint. It said, like, uh, hashtag find the doctor or something like that. And if you went onto the BBC website or Doctor Who website and typed up find the doctor... Um, it led you to a page where it was like, you know, we've got to find the doctor. Here's your first clue. It was like 13, 13, 13 or something. Um, right. And now I was reading a, 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 a thread of tweets last night that explained all the steps they've done so far. Because it's actually been quite hard to find. And slowly, like, just different elements of Doctor Who have kind of released information to help out with it. So, it, yeah, it started with uh, what was the coordinates of... A place in Sheffield, Sheffield, and in there was there was like if you went to that coordinates on Google Maps and looked on Street View, there was a TARDIS there. That's so cool. Um, and then like that led to something else, and then that led to something else. Oh, and and then something led to an art gallery. And if you went into this art gallery in Liverpool, there was like a painting of the TARDIS, um, and then. All around How it was not like a this? few sort of space science artifacts and stuff like that. Right. Um, which then that's led to those artifacts are found in a certain museum. And I think that's like as far as the internet's got in finding where this is going. But one of... Uh, I, yeah, there was also... There's like two unanswered clues. So one is the museum. And then the other one, I don't know where this um, came up. But there was another clue that said like 2nd of September or something like that. So maybe a trailer. It's like really subtle shit. Like one of the clues came from, there was a post from Joe, uh, sorry, on the Doctor Who Instagram account of Nikola Tesla's Night of Terror, where Jodie's reading the really long uh, scroll of uh, text thing. Um, and it was just like a no context thing. It just sort of said, oh, uh, what's the Doctor reading on here? And the the Morse code that was actually on the piece of paper she was reading is what led to a clue. It's just little things like that. Well, that's... It's been, it's been cool. Have I not heard anything about this? This is crazy. Yeah, you should have a look. Wow. Fair enough. Um, no, nah, that's, that's really cool. And, uh, you know, we'll get more, obviously, news soon. We'll obviously cover it all in here. And... I'm just excited to see, now that we know that, you know, Chib is wrapping it up and Joe is obviously leaving, I'm really interested to see how they start to end things and if it will start to feel yeah. like a bit of finality in, like, this season. I don't know. But I'm mm. either way, I'm interested to uh, to see. I think it'll be interesting either way. Like, especially in, like, a COVID season as well, to know they shot it all in COVID, I think is still, like, yeah. that's something to admire full stop like that's would have been really difficult so you've got to admire that totally I, I, i'm hoping with a lot of answers so um something that uh, like bbc america or something released a synopsis for series 13 it said like the doctor's sort of look looking into her past like that's what this season is so it's definitely continuing the yes. storyline um course, yeah which you know i i'm glad with some people are just like leave the timeless child alone like it, it's 
It's a shit pot idea, but it's like, no, like, we might as well just fucking explore it because maybe Chibs, the grand plan of Chibs, maybe it does kind of like make sense a bit more at the end. Maybe it's not, yeah. you know, all we know right now, it, it could be a bit of like a, a bluff in parts. Like, I'm sure there's some truth um, to it because it would be silly if they just retconned it all in series 13. But yeah, some stuff that we think is true now might actually not end up being true. You know, we, we like the whole thing of maybe the timeless child is actually the master or, or something, you know? That's the thing though, we don't, the weird part is, is like, we don't know the full story yet, you know? And that's kind of weird mm. in a way, because like, uh, we don't know, we, don't, we, don't, we just don't know, we just don't know. And it could yeah. satisfy more people who aren't, uh, like, really happy with it at the moment. I mean, I'll, I'll be interested to see if they can convince me that it was a good idea. I still don't get why, with the history of the show that it's had, we needed to do this storyline, but... I'm still open to the idea of being convinced that, you know, it could be good, but I guess we'll see. But mm. yeah, either way, I'm excited for it. I would like a release date. I feel like a release date and a proper trailer will also get people talking about it a bit more. It feels like ages since yeah. we've had anything. I mean, I know we had the New Year special, but we haven't had a season in, in a long time. So mm. it'd be nice to get some people talking. It'd be nice to get Doctor Who trending again. And um yeah. Yeah, just before we move on to the episode, one more thing. Um, mm-hmm. Do you are you excited for this Chris Eccleston uh, Cyberman story? Big finish. I might cop it because I think that sounds pretty cool. You've said that about all of Chris Chibnall's shit. <laughs> Sorry, Chris Chibnall, <laughs> Chris <laughs> Eccleston's shit. Yeah, yeah. Every every box that you've but, been like, I might cop it. Oh, uh, hey, I'm here to put on a show. You know, like I got to keep the audience like a bit optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I agree. I, no, I answered that, but like, I'm, I don't know, like. I've always wanted to see what what they would do if they did bring the Cybermen in. I know people were really interested to see if they did or if they would. So, I don't know. I might, I might actually cop this one. I know when it's out. I think it's out in a couple of weeks. Um, I might just get it. Fuck it. Why not? I, I, think it's a, I think it's a couple of months off. Oh, because it's, crumbs. Yeah. Last week, they released the second volume of Eccleston series, which I've not listened to yet. Um, I will get around to it because I've heard it's really good. Um, and they released like a really cool trailer for it. That was just awesome. You should, you should watch it on the Doctor Who YouTube channel. It's really cool. Um, and look like his first box set, you know, the story wasn't great, which was, was the shit part, but Eccleston was great. And that's what's going to bring me back into this next one. So I'm not overly hyped for, for the second box set, but Heard good things, and you know it's Chris, so it's got to be great. And then uh, the Cyberman one is the one coming out in a few months, which the design looks great. But the thing is, with Big Finish, they can make beautiful pictures and designs of Cybermen, but whether or not the story itself lives up to it, I don't know. But I'll, I'm I'm still keen. I'm I'm still keen. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, I, I'll, I'll copy. I think it's about time. I haven't listened. I mean, the last time I got a big finish was a Cybermen story, which was spare parts. So, you know, mm. um, yeah, Makes I'm keen. Um, one more thing. Yeah. Sorry, I know I've said too many things, but yeah. um, I have like a swollen gum at the back of my mouth at the moment. Oof. So if I'm sounding a bit, uh, I don't know, slurry or like my S's sound a bit s that's why I just got this fucking <laughs> swollen ass gum around my wisdom tube. So S-y. apologize if I sound a bit S-y, but yeah, anyway. Love that. Um, Thank you. Just before, so so from me, one, one thing, 
uh, that I want to say. It's kind of weird because I haven't spoken about this to anyone, but this is coming out after this announcement, so it makes sense for it to be spoken about in this episode. Just a little yes. bit of uh, uh, me for a second. Uh, I, you know, y'all know uh, I like to make the movies and stuff. Um, and so my next short film, we just spoke about it on, I think, Tuesday or Wednesday. We kind of announced that we were doing it. It's called Let Me Be. Um, and there's a very cool poster out there for you guys to, to check very out. Very jazzy poster. Um, but what what I'm saying here is on Friday, so tomorrow on the day of recording this and two days ago on the day that this episode comes out, um, we're sort of starting our crowdfunding campaign. So um, if you would like to go over to my YouTube channel, Aiden Green, on there you will find the latest video, uh, which is a sort of pitch it's me talking about the film. It, it's got a proof of concept of like a little scene that we shot for it and things like that. Um, just to give you guys an idea of what we're going for. And if it is a story that you feel like backing, uh, then feel free to go onto the GoFundMe and, um, and you know, chuck a couple of dollars our way, that kind of thing. It does help us out a lot. Um, but also, you know, if you've ever want, wanted to sort of give back for some of the stuff that I've done online and things like that now now could be a chance to do it i understand that everyone's always in a place to do that kind of thing so you know no no drama um feel free to to share it around and stuff like that but um yeah that's my little spiel let me be uh go check it out it's uh it's gonna be cool and i hope even if you can't fund it or anything like that i hope and one day when you eventually see the final film um i hope that you enjoy it Aspey. ta-da ta-da there we go. Awesome. Lovely. Just me begging for money. No, that's fine. You gotta do it. I think you did it respectfully. Give me your fucking money, bitch. Just shut up and take my money. <laughs> Sensational. Anyways, bloody cool. back on to Doctor Who. Yo. Wow, that must have been good. My uh, my iMac came up with a thing saying, "Are you playing music right now?" <laughs> so um, I, I, I don't know. I've never had that message come up before, and it, it just did. So I must have sung sung well there. <laughs> That's weird. Fifty 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 percent. The God complex. Ooh, yes. them gods be complicated. Damn son, she thick. Were you excited for this episode, Connor? Oh, hundred percent. Um. I've always loved it, and I think even even a few seasons ago, I'm like, it's an episode I would always rewatch, and like, I was really excited to to get to a point, we'll get to the point where we could rewatch it. Um, yeah, I was really excited. I I I, I love the look of this episode. I love it. The idea of it being set in a in a hotel. I thought that, I thought it's such a great idea. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those those yeah. episodes. Like whenever I think of like making a series of Who, I'm like. All right, so there's got to be like a future episode here, or a past episode here, um, you know, one based in normal time, like present day here. But it's one of those settings that you can just like, it doesn't really fit into any of those. Same with last week's episode, to be honest. Like, they're they're just episodes that don't fit into the normal mold of a of a Doctor Who setting. Yet it just feels so right because of the story. Yeah, I I totally agree. And it's such a cool episode to have near the end of the season as well, and especially the way it ends. Um, mm. Dude, yeah. I forgot that shit Great. happens. Uh, yeah. I, like, yeah. yeah it, I blanked it. 
it's a really good ending, I think. And also, like, I could even see this episode being, like, in the spot of closing time, almost. Like, even if they didn't do mm. closing time, I could closing see it being, like, a... Closing like Closing time. It's, like, a semi-final. Um, and it kind of acts in a way as, like, the start of a final. It had a lot... You're right, though, yeah. I, I kind of forgot how much of an impact it had on, like, the series as a whole. And, like, with Amy and Rory going, and, mm. and, it, and it does set up the final. Like, that's why he's alone... In closing time, I mean, they had that brief cameo from Amy and Rory in the shopping center, which is always really lame. I don't know why they did it, but they <laughs> they like set that up. They set him up being alone, accepting that he has to die and stuff, and he accepts that he wants to save them and stuff. So, yeah, no, very chassis. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was very excited for it. I was very excited to rewatch it, and um, I'll be really yeah. interested to hear your thoughts on, on rewatching it. Yeah, um, I'll be interested to talk about them and hear your thoughts. Um, one thing that I... Oh, yeah. Before I forget, in this episode, in that final scene with Amy and the Doctor, the Doctor's like, what's the alternative? Me standing over your grave? And I don't know whether Moffat planned this, but all I'm saying is that's how Amy and Rory end up leaving, is the Doctor over Amy and Rory's grave. That's all I'm saying. That's that's kind of cool. I see. Yeah. Mm. It's definitely mm. interesting. Feel like and it was also, unplanned, but oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Also, like also as well, like they know he's gonna die as well. Like mm. in the well, they've seen his death. If you can remember, that's still the storyline, which even I start to forget here and there. Um, I forgot that somehow, even though there are reminders at the end of almost every. Episode, I know, isn't that I crazy? Forgot. <laughs> Even I'm like, oh yeah, that's how this season ends. <laughs> they they address yeah. that fucking storyline, which has changed so much throughout the the season. Um, but yeah, Crazy. yeah. Mm. Mm. So the God Complex is the episode we're talking about today. It is the eleventh episode of the sixth series of the British science fiction television series Doctor Who. First broadcast on BBC One on the seventeenth of April. 2011. It was written by Toby Whitehouse and directed once again, like last week, by Nick Huran. In the episode, alien time traveler, the Doctor, Matt Smith, and his human companions, Amy Pond, Karen Gillan, and Rory Williams, Arthur Darvill, find themselves trapped in what appears to be a 1980s hotel with constantly changing corridors. They meet other humans and an alien who have also appeared in the hotel without any idea how they arrived. The Doctor learns that each hotel room contains the greatest fear of someone who has been in the hotel, and that a minotaur-like creature, played by Spencer Wilding, is feeding off of their faith. Wow, crazy. You know, immediately, like, just reading this, and I also picked up on it in the episode, um, there's major kind of heaven-sent vibes to this episode. Yeah. You know, changing corridors, all these different rooms that have different things in them. Um, there was a couple of other things I picked up in, on, in the episode that I can't quite remember right now, but yeah, quite a lot, quite a lot of similarities. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, and again, I can't preface this enough. Like I was so excited for this episode as a kid and I just thought that it was such a cool concept and I was like, so super excited for it. And when I found out it was going to be like in the like later half of the season, I was like so bummed, but yeah, massive, like, mm-hmm. massive nostalgia of this episode, for sure. Like, I, I was, like, mm. gassed to watch it as a kid. Um, That's but, interesting, because yeah. I, I do remember enjoying it as a kid, but I, I don't I don't think I have any nostalgia for the episode, and um, 
And yeah, fuck. It's a. It, I'm just gonna say it. This is a great episode, isn't it? This is a really great episode. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Always have. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few things I don't necessarily uh, like, but there's a lot I do. There's a lot I do. Yeah. Um, Fair. Should we just jump straight into it? I think we should. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Episode sixty-nine. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Um. So we start with a a police officer walking around the hotel, and uh, she's going mm. into bed into all the bedrooms, all different rooms in the hotel, and we get to see uh, what was he first? It's like a uh, first is like a clown, then it's which pops up again, which I want to ask you about later on, mm. but we'll get there. Clown pops up. Um. This guy taking a photo, like one of those old school photos that you used to get at school, and the gorilla. Yeah. And then the gorilla comes out, and then she starts like saying praise him and stuff. Um, all how, really cool, good stuff. How shit is the gorilla costume? Like it no, literally looks like they just paid like twenty bucks. That's the point, though. I swear, I swear, that's the point. I think, I think that's the point. It must be from like oh, a maybe, child or something. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I know, like, in the book, she was like, that book of the gorilla and stuff used to terrify me and stuff. I think that, like, she had that terrifying fear of gorillas, and then, like, at some point, she must have gone to, like, a fucking party or something, and someone had come out on purposely, because you, you hear the toilet flush. So, it's like, I think it's, like, obviously meant to be a human. I mean, I hope so. I don't, I'm not trying to defend it if it's not going for that, but I think it's meant to be, like, a gorilla suit that a man could go in, or a woman could go into and be, like... Ooh, like a party. Well, gorilla's got to go to the toilet too, you know? Not using an actual toilet though, flushing the chain and all that shit. <laughs> Either way, um, she's like, yeah, it's also obvious to me now, praise him, praise him, sets up all that shit. Um, mm-hmm. And it begins, again, I feel this, this happens so much. Like, I feel like Amy and Rory are like, out of the TARDIS and they're like, oh, the doctor says we'll, he would have taken us here but he actually took us now to this place and it's like we've heard it a thousand <laughs> times which was kind of annoying but yeah. I love the again I, I'm i in love with the the just the, the, the location of this like uh, the location for this episode I think it's so yeah. good such a cool I mean, looking episode the the location well, well I'm pretty sure I don't think they actually shot in a hotel for the most part I'm pretty sure it was all sets um, but like yeah, the, the location of where it's set is is fucking awesome, and and they shoot it so well as well. I oh, yes. I, I honestly think that Nick Horan's direction, um, both of his episodes so far have been some of the best directed episodes of, of the show. Really, like there's just really cool things, even down to the way it's edited. He did that little crossfade thing again without it being cheesy this week. Well, well, both weeks it wasn't cheesy, um, and I just don't know how he did that because it's always so cheesy when shit like that happens. Um, yeah, his, his direction's been great. There's, there's awesome shots that like mirror things in The Shining and stuff like that. Oh, yes. Um, and just like lots of really uncomfortable shots, uncomfortable lens choices when they're on like an extreme wide, but really close up to the face. So it's really disorientating and just weird and makes me all queasy. Um, yeah, it just awesome direction from the get go from the moment you first look through this hotel looks awesome. Yeah, you do get you do get shining vibes, I think, and um, mm. hotels. I mean, I love hotels, but they also kind of like they do spook me out a little bit. Like the constant like the hallways are just like in identical rooms and that classic carpet and stuff. Like it mm. was it was really cool to see that in Doctor Who. I think 
Um, all the pictures yeah. as well, I thought, were so eerie. Even when, like, even when the hotel, like, even when the monitor gets to people, suddenly their, like, picture gets put on the wall. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. Lots of... Um, yeah. You, you can just tell that some little, like, PA at, at the BBC at the time had a fucking field day just on Photoshop. <laughs> just so cool. making so many of these. Yeah, like, and... Um, we see Sontarans, we see the, uh, the, the cat nuns, we see uh, a hox, a Silurian, um, yeah. something else. I think you see Was something else. Was there a else. Jadun? Am I, Jadun, am I, I think. Something like that. There's something like that, but it's cool. There's little cameos from, well, cameos if you can call it. There's little pictures of them. Yeah. Even even one and, of them. And one persons. of them one of them had like Daleks and yes, the fear. Yes, about, which was about cool. So yeah, the well, the fear was like the, their biggest fear that was in their room was Daleks, which I thought was cool. Mm. Even the Weeping Angels get a little little cameo, which I thought was awesome. Um They do. They look a bit weird for some reason. I don't know if they were actually there, but like also they might have been, you know, like that they, they kind of look like they were CG'd in but then some parts of them, they don't look like that. It's it's weird. It, it, they just don't look right. There's something wrong with them. I remember it was really annoying. The um, the BBC released a clip. like a, They released like two or three clips of the episodes for the air. I remember they released that clip of the Weeping Angels in it. Um, which was mm. so annoying. Because when I watched the episode, like, oh, it comes up. But it, it cuts away just before they resolve the issue and find out they're not actually there. But So it mm. did leave some suspense. Because you're just like, oh, maybe the Weeping Angels are like in the episode but that got spoiled but still that's a really cool scene um do you think do you think that gave moffat a bit of inspiration for angels take manhattan because maybe uh, obviously that's that one of the main settings is is a hotel with weeping angels in it yeah and also like um it also sets up amy's fear of the angels i mean i know i know i mean who wouldn't be scared of them but they also set up the fact that Mm. the idea that she actually is quite scared of them because she said, I wouldn't have been surprised yeah. if that was my room. Um, mm. So that's kind of cool. I mean, I, I mean, he must have had... So maybe maybe Moffat did actually have Angel yeah, State Manhattan planned. So may, maybe that grave, res, grave, grave reference was actually a, a thing. Who yeah, knows? maybe. Um, Who the frick knows? Yeah, it, but I, I just thought it was cool. Like, it was just cool to see them. There was lots of cool things like that in the episode. Even, even down to um, uh, the Doctor's... Um, room we only find out in time of the doctor which i feel like was really rushed they just yes. showed the crack which made me laugh because i'm like that surely was not what they were going for but everyone was like is it yeah. john hurt's doctor <laughs> when i when the 50th came out everyone's like it's john hurt's doctor you hear the cloister bell cloister cluster cloister you do yeah yeah the cloister bell from that's the weird though why did you hear that like that's like it implied the tardis was there in the room as well yeah so it's like surely that wasn't planned like it's weird. It's very weird. It really annoyed me when they didn't show it was in his room when I was a young lad. <laughs> and then we later find out I kind of like, like nothing. I don't even want to know. Like, I kind of wish it was just, just you just yeah, never see. I know. I, and I, now, I now that I'm older, I'm like, it's fine if we never did find out. Mm. But there's Rats. this quick scene in like, um, so I'll just take a sip of my tea. There's a quick scene in like Time of the Doctor where they just like show it. And it's like, of course. Yeah. Wait, I said, why would you put a do not disturb sign on the crack and like the doctor's not even mentioned the crack like he's barely even like <laughs> it's like why would it be that either way either way um yeah and it's just like a- a- after everything after yeah, exactly. the time war and everything literally he's scared of that's a plot, what it is. a plot device that has 
actually kind of been resolved. Like, I know he doesn't know why his TARDIS exploded, but like, yeah, exactly. The, the, like, he saved the day. Why the fuck is he still scared of the cracks? <laughs> I know with everything going on at the moment, that's what he's yeah. That's what makes me believe they really did not like <laughs> think that through. Mm. Um, but uh, David Williams is in this episode. I'm a big fan of him. Um, that was yeah. really cool to see him there. And um, the species- you know what would have sorry. Do you, do you know what would have been been a cooler thing to put in the Doctor's room? That would have actually fit into the episode. What? Like Amy and Rory dead. Bruh. I mean, that makes sense, Bruh. actually. Yeah, it would kind of maybe push him along plot-wise to, to get him off. Because it does kind of, you know, we'll get to it in a bit, but it maybe does slightly come out of nowhere. Like, it makes sense because he's seen so many people die during the course of this episode. Um, but, you know, it would maybe be a little bit more confronting if... Amy and Rory nearly died, or they were dead. Well, Amy does nearly die, actually. I'm just talking shit at this point. Yeah, no, I get what you mean. Um, hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, so also a little thing that Toby did, which I thought was really fun, is that in his season nine episode, Under the Lake, Before the Flood, he has the same creature, yes. like same species. Yeah. That uh, Dave cool. Williams is playing, which I thought was a really cool little throwback um, in that yeah. episode. So it's really cool that that got shown here and stuff. Uh, we've got to meet yeah. our characters. It's, a, and all it's that. a cool, it's a cool species. Like yeah. you can never see it used properly, but like it, it's just it's funny, unique, like a, a really funny species. Yeah, so just like so cowardly that they'll just like anyone take over, and that's. But they're also like, he's <laughs> like, we planted trees on the main road so that when we yeah. get invaded, they could be in shade. I was like, oh, that's sweet. <laughs> that is cool. Um, and I like all the characters this week. I thought they were really cool. Um, it's a really cool cast, mm. and I think that like the setup is awesome. Like the the, it must be. Is it Murray Scorp? That little cassette player. I don't know if it was Murray, but either way, I thought it was fun. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know whose music that be. Um, yeah, I don't, maybe it's I don't Murray. Wanna, maybe it's not. Yeah, I don't want to say it's someone. It's Murray when it isn't. But I thought maybe mm. it could be either. But either way, I really liked it. I like how the doors just a brick wall and the there's curtains, but like <laughs> there's like nothing, mm. no window and stuff. Yeah. Um, and as much as like as much as like Amy and Rory kind of do get thrown to the side this episode, especially Rory, I think that like. The characters were really cool, which I thought made the episode really work. They're all interesting characters. They all have, like, interesting motives and stuff. And, of course, we later find out that the reason why they've got pigs is because of their, like... Not necessarily because of their faith. It's because they believed that there was, like, a reason why they were there, almost. That's kind of what I got away from, mm. got, got out of it. Um, it was, like, not the fear. It was, like, the faith that they would... There's a reason why they're here, and it's the reason why they get out which I thought was really cool. Do you know why? Yeah. I, d- I don't know if it's like, I don't know if it's like every single room has something in it, but why is, um what's his name? Joe, when he's tied up in that room, why? I think it's really cool, but why are there a load of those laughing dolls? Um, huh. I don't know. Hey, I've never known. I, I don't know if it's because every single room, even not even even a uh, even if it's not a hotel room. Do you know what I mean? Does it is, is it every room? I don't know. That is weird. Yeah, you know, I can't like that's such a weird thing. I don't know why I've not questioned it. Surely there's an explanation. Um, well, Joe says he know. says I used to hate these things. 
now they make me laugh so it could be his room because it's like i used to hate them yeah maybe i don't know i think it's really cool though like they're all laughing and stuff when they come in they all just stop laughing and look i thought that was cool i I think like yes aesthetically it looks really cool and it's really creepy but yeah it really fits the aesthetic but doesn't really make sense i don't know why it's there but still Mm. it's still really cool um yeah and they kind of lean into the do you find an answer it it doesn't really say it just says you know they walk into into a room full of ventriloquist dummies joe has been tied up by the others inside the room because of his mental instability joe informs the doctor that he's going to die in the hotel the doctor jokes they certainly didn't mention that in the brochure Trying to get through to Joe, believing him to be possessed by an external force, the doctor learns that he is going to feast. He also warns the doctor that the same thing will happen to him when he meets his room. Um, yeah, it doesn't doesn't say on here. Yeah, I guess odd, it's just hey. Joe's room. I don't know. Yeah, it's odd because like it doesn't get like answered at all, but still, mm. um, they do set up like the doctor does notice that like he's a man of luck and stuff, and it's like so you know. What's the deal here? Why would he be, like, putting all his, like, eggs in one basket about this thing? Come and uh, take him and save him. Like, he seems like a smarter man than that. Like, what's up? He's obviously the first to go because he's been possessed first. Um, Mm. I like all that set up. And it is creepy. Like, when he, like, says, like, he will come, he will feast. It's, like, it's it's a really cool setup and intriguing. And it's it's weird. And I like how weird it is. It's weird and bonkers. And I love that. It, It really is an odd episode. And I think that's the mm. coolest part of it, of just how unique and weird it is. Um, yeah. But I tie him up, and here's another thing. There's a few things in this episode that I really like, but again, I don't, I don't understand why they happen. Like, a door opens, and a man comes out, the gym teacher, and I think he must be... This is a weird thing. I don't know who it's for. Like, no one opened the door, but someone came but out. The, but the thing is... The rooms, they're not just those, like, four or five characters' rooms. They're the rooms of anyone that's been in the hotel. As well, yeah, true. But also, it's like, no one opened it, it came out. It's the only time the episode, someone came out of the room physically, and no one opened yeah. the door. So, as much as I like it, I thought it was funny and cool. I mm. still don't get why the door opened by itself, but... um yeah, I guess... Uh, you know, this, this episode has, like, all the things that I love about Doctor Who. You're right, being absolutely bonkers in a lot of places. Um, really, really good character moments and really good emotion. Um, but really, some really powerful scenes in, like, the middle of the episode and at the end of the episode. Um, and it's just, like, just great. Like, you can see throughout the episode, it's just getting to the Doctor more and more. And I love that. I love when we actually challenge the doctor and he's not the whole way through going like oh i don't know about that let's try this thing which he does in half the episodes this episode was like he was stumped and he you know he was wrong for a lot of the episode yeah i i think for maybe five or ten minutes like he was on that like annoying matt smith night terrors kind of vibe but i thought he was great the whole way through really yeah there was yeah. a few. There was just a few things. I think in the first ten, fifteen minutes, I'm just like, like you know, it's just that annoying dialogue that they kind of like give Jody as well. Um, that I'm not a huge mm. fan of, which I've noticed a lot in Matt's a lot more than I thought. I remember when when I don't like some of Jody's dialogue like that. I'm like, oh, this never happened before. But it's like, damn, this is happening for for Matt now. I think 
who's probably mm. the doctor she's most similar as if we could like you know kind of like ask like who's she's most similar to but um nah apart from that like i thought he was great and you're right he really does have a really interesting art for the episode about how he like handles all this stuff um i guess mm. like uh i guess howie's biggest theory is a room full of girls dissing him which is like fair because yeah, that funny. can be quite hard talking to women when you're going through those uh changes in life um mm. but i i just thought that was kind of interesting that that was his like yeah. biggest there but obviously like to be fair even now as next. like an adult if there was a, a room full of women i would yeah i'd be too scared to go in i'd be like yeah it's scary. i'll just stay out here <laughs> yeah it's scary i like it it was fun it was funny um it was it was, and it was a good choice for a room but um is it now where they like they 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 yeah, that's when like Rory. It's another thing like, and it's it's so cool. Like Rory sees an exit, and then he's like, "Guys, an exit here!" And then he turns around and goes back, and that's disappeared. I love how the room changes and turns and twists and stuff. Um, and Amy mm. finds the notes on the floor from the police officer who had been there before. Um, but then like it all starts going crazy, and they get split up into rooms. Uh, the nurse has got her dad in the room, which I thought was really, really like uh, interesting and stuff. Um, and then that's when they run into the room, and it's it's um, for David Williams' character, the Weeping Angels. But everyone's like, mm. I like again, like how we said, Amy doesn't know if that room is for her. But um, that scene alone was, I thought, was really cool. And like, I love how always like, I don't think they were for you. And then you see Dave Williams character get like hell scared and stuff. And then Doctor runs out. Yeah. But before that, looks through the little eye hole. It's a beautiful shot through like the eye hole. And then the uh, the monitor looks at, through the through mm. the through That's the cool. eye hole quickly. And then goes after Joe. Um, I think it's so good how the monitor is like practical. I thought that was mm. so good. And I have tremendous respect for them for doing that. Like it's awesome how they actually made the suit. Um. Yeah. Which, you know, looks in really a bit good. of light can look a bit funky, but I think the the thought that counts, I think it's amazing. I would much rather they did that than use CGI and some shots and stuff. I thought it looked really cool. Yeah. Yeah. But um, um Yeah. I, I, I do want to say, with the whole note thing that Amy picked up, it is like bizarre to me that you know, all this whole action scene stuff happens. I get it, she's focused on that, so she doesn't mention the note. And then there's like a few character scenes back in um, once all this stuff happens and then when they're like okay we need to move the plot forward now she's like oh i remembered i picked up this letter sorry completely forgot about it yeah and i was like oh that was just a line um it just yeah uh, <laughs> it was just so obvious just that it was there to just move things on yeah bit of convenience mm. Mm. um yeah i do like how um it's like how it's next it's like he says praise him and stuff and it's like because they read the note it's like praise him praise him and stuff and it's like starts you know, putting one and two together. Um, mm. And yeah, I like how David Wayne's character is like, and it shows like his race stuff. He's like, I'm just saying like, if we give, if we give them Howard, like then it might leave us alone. And it's like, that's just not an option that's going to happen. And I like how the one like stands up for him and stuff, but like eventually at least and try, kind of like trying the doctor, trying to get a look at it. And there's this really cool scene. Direction was awesome. I loved the lighting and stuff with like all the mirrors and stuff. Mm. And it's set in that like, kind of like, uh, almost like a hair salon, like a nail salon or something like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. But awesome. Like awesome set design. The lighting was so cool. And the direction with, with 
matting all the mirrors and stuff and again the practical minotaur minotaur mini minotaur yeah um yeah and then like yeah with like how getting like released and stuff like convincing Dio Williams to, to like let him out and stuff I thought that was like really cool and interesting and like mm. the thing is well he made some really cool arguments when he was like processed and stuff I was like this is some really good arguments like you can see why he let him out and stuff and uh and yeah and then how it gets uh gets killed I like it's a it's a dark episode as well. Like you know, first it was Joe, then it was Howard, Very then um, the nurse goes next, and like you just see that like there's that shot of first it was Joe, and then like you, you see slowly throughout the episodes there's that like bird's eye shot of the bodies. I yeah. thought it was really yeah, cool yeah. and dark. That's crazy, and it, it's kind of like confronting and sad as well that um, obviously our main characters survive, but the only character, the only side character that survives is the coward that kind of just flaked his way through everything you know he he exactly the person that released that character and stuff like that yeah and it's kind of similar to um in uh voyage of the damned it kind of reminded me of because there's that yeah, character true. as well yeah. who like is a massive asshole who doesn't care about anyone else he also survived um yeah I, I again i like i like how dark it is like i think it's a really i can see I can see, uh, you know, a younger person watching this episode being like, "This is boring. Like, this is not what this is not what I mm. thought it was going to be." But I think it's great. And we had the brief scene. Yeah, I remember as a kid being like sent by um, when Rita dies. That, that that's pretty much where we're at in the story. When she, um, I think that's great. Yeah, it, it's so good, and the way like the way it's shot where you kind of you don't see the minotaur do you it it like no like covers the camera or something and then it's eerie they turn the screens off yeah it's really good oh they changed the screens it's it's really good really good yeah and i i I thought she was a great character i really do um and i really like how they only briefly but i do really like how they go into her religion and stuff and of course it all it all kind of ties back into that because the doctor was like you know uh Focus on that. Focus on your religion. Focus on your. He's like a basket of kittens or something like that. But when that was the thing that was killing them, because it was the thing that yeah. they, it was feeding off in the end. Actually, yeah. And she even says it's a hell of a god complex you got. Um, I think I thought it was interesting as well. Mm. She mentions. Um, I'm not going to say the name because I'll butcher it. But and I actually it led me to like research and stuff where she was. She believes it was like in the hell for her religion. I did some research. Yeah, that on was that. A, that was a really good touch really cool it's, like a really cool it, idea it's got such a good theme of like belief like what do you believe in and it all comes yeah. full circle when we find out amy's belief is, is in the doctor and then that's when the doctor's like you know the doctor doesn't want to be right. a god like that's kind of yeah. part of what his series six arc is is where you know it, it's a loose arc it's not well executed but um it's sort of like you know he's becoming a god people like lorna bucket are believing in him people like amy now is believing in him to the point where it nearly got her killed. Yes. I believe in the doctor nearly got her killed. Even last week. Um, and so he's like leaving them behind. And then in the series six finale, I don't remember it that much, but uh, I think at the end he's like, you know, I'm going to go into the shadows now. I'm going to disappear. Mm-hmm. And then the fucking blue guy's like, doctor who? Doctor well who? Yeah. There's cause... one more question. <laughs> doctor who? <laughs> that's, that's why, um, that's why when he sees them briefly at the end of Doctor Who in the Wardrobe, I believe it's been at least a year. Like, it's been a long time. 
since he'd seen them. Mm. Um, so yeah, yeah. But no, I thought that whole Rhea stuff was really good. Um, mm-hmm. And you're right, the way it's shot, and I love the way she's like, "It's going to happen to me next. I don't want. I I want to have my final moments to myself." I thought it was really emotional, and it really worked. I think as much mm. as like I I had this thought, and feel free to disagree, but. I was like, I kind of wish it was a two-parter in a way. I really wish they spent uh, the first part really diving into seeing more of the hotel rooms and stuff. I thought that could be really cool. Um, and then in the second part, like have it end on like a cool cliffhanger. The second part, resolve it in the way we got here. I would much rather mm. that than have like the flesh two-parter. To I would love to have seen more yeah. of the. Which is only my, my only re. My only gripe for the episode really is that like I wish we saw more of the rooms and they died in that more. I think it's such a cool concept that I just wish we saw mm. more of. Do you, do you get I don't that? Know. I, I was I was satisfied with the amount we got and um yeah for the, the, the thing is one of the things I love about this episode is it's so incredibly well paced. It's so fast. It's so snappy. Oh, yes. I don't envy you having to do this recap right now because I couldn't tell you half the shit that's happened in this episode because it's that fast in a good way. Yes. Like um obviously there's memorable moments that come with it, but it's so like yeah it's just so quick and i really loved it uh, i really loved that after an episode last week that wasn't a slow burn or anything but it was a, a slower paced episode character driven um about amy and rory's love and stuff like that um and after night terrors that was also really not a fast-paced episode it was just kind of like a slow slog yeah. um it, it was really nice to have this really energetic episode um and yeah can't compliment the direction and the writing and yeah. the performances, enough. All three of those and the score all, all sort of come together to make this no, really agree. energized 45 yeah. minutes. And I, I really loved it. No, I agree. You know, like, and that's kind of why I wanted a two-parter because I'm like, I wish I had more of it. And I think as well, mm. what you're saying about the pace as well, though, like, with you knew, you knew, blah, 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 cannot talk tonight, so it's my fucking gum. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, with the, like, with, when episodes are quite unique, I feel like they can feel like they can drag on a little bit because you're just not used to you know like an episode like this but you're right the pacing is just fantastic and it works so well for it i think um and then later when like we're, we're sat in the bar like you know again that you have that really great scene with amy and and the doctor and stuff and it's like you know the faith in me and all that kind of shit and mm. you know there's just there's a shot of rory where briefly where i think amy says something along the lines of like you know my faith is in you and stuff and there's a quick shot of Rory and his reaction and stuff. And it reminded me yeah, how we haven't yeah, had like... Shows that, it kind of shows that that thing, that, that yeah. dynamic, that yeah. they've not completely yes. blocked it off this, this season. Totally. Like, Amy's grown totally. out of it in a sexual way. She's not like yes. frothing over the doctor sexually anymore, but she still has a lot of belief in him. And I mm-hmm. guess Rory struggles because Rory wants to be the one that she's got belief in. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was cool to see that plot kind of come up again. Like, I feel like it kind of we kind of resolved it in Amy's choice and mm. that was about it. But to still have that kind of plot going on, like, yeah, certainly interesting. And of course she's next. Cause she said, uh, she said, yeah. praise him. Um, there's, there's a shot like when they're like running away from the monitor. Um, and there's a shot where he's like yeeting it down the hallway. And I'm like, that's fucking creepy, man. Like, this kind of reminded me of like a, like dreams where like in dreams you're in like a massive corridor and there is something chasing you. 
Like the Marta's yeah. just like yeeting it down the the hallway and stuff, running after them. I thought that was fantastic. One thing that really yeah, made me uh, laugh. I though, agree. I, I don't Even know. It's like the 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 practical stuff when it's in these fully lit spaces doesn't look a hundred percent the greatest. It's still somehow the size of it, the the actors' reactions, and just how fast everything was moving. The cinematography was these really fast shots. It just like made it so fucking tense, and I yeah loved it. Really loved this episode. Yeah. Um, by the way, uh, audience, I think there is a little lag tonight. Um, so apologies mm. if we're <laughs> jumping over each other's sentences there. There's a little bit of lag. But, um, yeah. a reminder, if you don't know, you need to show, we do film these, uh, podcasts 90% of the time through Zoom. So there is a bit of lag here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my God, did you, <laughs> this part did make me laugh out loud. It did make me LOL. Oh God, I'm so lame <laughs> saying that. But, um, did, did you notice when Rory is, uh, Rory's against the door, <laughs> stopping the monitor coming in. And it, it, Mate. The, the door <laughs> yeets itself open and Rory just flies behind it and doesn't come out. That shit made me LMAO. <laughs> that shit was... That was fucking crazy. <laughs> he's like, and he's, ah! just, he's just there for the rest of the scene. Literally, it's like, is he knocked there. out? Like, is he like concussed? What the fuck? And it oh, just it looks so, so weird as well, the way he's like just straight back against the yeah door. he's like it's almost he like he's glued to the he's door just like stuck to the door as yeah. it swings open it's like he's glued to it oh god that was so funny <laughs> but it was a great scene like the emotion with like a so that was amy's room and it was really a little amelia looking out into the stars and stuff it's great to see her again back at it again mm. um yeah I remember when she I think got it's the too last old. Time we properly see. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, she gets too old for um, Tyler Dot to that to like recast her, and you, you don't even see her face; mm. you just see like the back of her hair and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I thought that scene was beautiful. Um, and then the Minotaur just like um, they find out like the Minotaur. Once they beat him, it's like I got a little bit confused here. It's like it's not really his fault, but like it was like a prison where like people got i mean what did you get out of this scene i, I was a bit confused i don't fucking know man no nah. <laughs> yeah i, was I like, think it was I, I think the minotaur was in a prison um and the food and, and the prison was the hotel and it was bringing in food sources for him i think so it was like he was being fed them but he didn't want to i think he just didn't have a choice yeah i don't fed know off the i don't know the energy of like the hope when it was destroyed which mm. yeah man like again like this is some good shit you know you can't deny yeah. it yeah um, it was great when the doctor was like i you know i, I took you for for my ego oh god you know, not- so good yeah. so good so good oh I and it looks it. really nice that scene as well with the stars through the window it looks beautiful oh god i thought it was fantastic i thought the dialogue was mm. great it's leading up to it sensational really liked it and then we get green screen oh Woo! dear i was gonna bring that up with peace and love it looks horrendous i'm not it's trying to so be mean bad. i know someone probably spent a long time on that um but oh dear <laughs> they should have just kept it like oh like a black void or something yes i know, you know like because the shots that are side on where it's just black they're, they're like fine and you kind of forget about it but when they do these top downs and it's these yeah it doesn't look great and then there's like a wide and you you see the computer screen and they didn't even make a practical computer the computer's yeah, like know. a shit ps2 looking yeah um graphic. that was a shame 
and it's like such a yeah. quick it's such a quick um result to like why it's like oh it's, it, it would normally like normally it would get scrambled but it got stuck on being a hotel like the comedian circuit yeah. got stuck being a police box it's like okay <laughs> just like quickly wrap that one up <laughs> you know? yeah. it's like yeah. okay cool all right whatever <laughs> um i i still liked it though um i like how the mindful was not uh you know it was stuck it was almost stuck in the prison as well like it was stuck in that madhouse as well um mm. And again, I love, I just fucking love the aesthetic of this episode. It's so cool. It's still yeah. to this day one of my favorite settings of an episode. I think it's such a cool idea. Really, really mm. love the idea. Um, and that final scene, ah, so good. I loved ah, it. It's amazing. So Rory good. gets his dream car. How good. I know. It looks like my dad's stag. Um, which it I does. pointed out to my girlfriend when we watched it. I thought, um, nice. I thought it was such a lovely ending and emotional um acting around yeah. is fantastic i wonder if like uh, obviously uh, obviously now saying out loud but like moffin must have been like i need you to add this scene at the end of the episode do you think he would have said that yeah yeah they they would have worked together like the, there's big writers rooms on these kind of shows um so they yeah that he, he definitely sort of know that he had to do it yeah i know it's you know what's so interesting is like when they do scenes like that like do you think moffat gave him like dialogue to use even though he's not I printed. always, I quite often wonder that. I, I, I think th- there's a big chance because I know as showrunner, a lot of the time you do actually do a little bit of, because I, I think the showrunner probably does the final look over and the final pass of the script, I can imagine. Like they probably don't change it too much, but I know <laughs> there was an interview that came out like a year or two ago from Peter Capaldi that said Stephen Moffat saved a bunch of horrendous scripts um, oh, wow. that Capaldi was getting so I, I think there is a lot of like just lines here and there that Moffat will change yeah it's it, it, it I think like as I know like I know for example something like Infinity War and Endgame when they use the Guardians um James Gunn wrote quite a few of their lines or at mm. least gave gave the writers like notes and said use use this kind of language say it like this but i know he did that um yeah so i assume it's the same with like moffat or something yeah but, I, I think it definitely yeah. would be that they, they get the final say it's their show in, in at the end of the day so mm. even though they're not writing that particular episode it does still fall back on him as the showrunner for it to be a good episode you know so he needs to if he needs to add episodes if he needs to rewrite scenes then um the the final responsibility falls back onto him really yeah, and we all know as head showrunner, you cop all the hate when it's not always necessarily always. your fault, you know? Yeah. Um, mm. Did I dream this, or do they play Life and Death of Amy Pond? I think they do. Uh, I think... Yes, they did. There's quite a few bits of score from Series 5 using this episode I picked up on. Yeah. And yes, that's one of them. And I love it. That's yeah. one of my favorite pieces of Murray. So, um, it's nice. It's sad. It's emotional. It makes sense for the show. Um, yeah. I wish they ended it on the street with Amy and Rory, but they for some reason put this. They had this final scene with Matt and the TARDIS, and he's like looking around. That like, was sad. I like it, but mm. I wish they just ended it with the a shot of maybe like Amy and Rory like walking away, and it like pans out or something. Um, yeah. But apart yeah. from that, that's that's a little nitpick. 
But apart from that, that scene is like that. I love and I love how. Oh, there's two things I want to bring up. Um, oh God, we totally forgot about this scene where the quick brief scene Rory and the Doctor have in the hotel, where he's like, "How was this getting over a stutter?" Which you briefly hear, by the way, in the episode um, mm. when he's like, "Shut the door." Um, you briefly hear the stutter, but he's like, he he yeah. just got over a stutter. He's like, I guess. He says something along the lines of, I think I'm going to butcher it right now, but I was like, he says something along the lines of, I guess not all victories are about saving the universe. Um, mm. And he's like, maybe your room's still right. here. And he's like, traveling with you, there's nothing that scares me anymore. Something like that. He's like, you say it like it's past tense. So mm. they almost also have, or at least Rory does have a indication that he wants to leave. Um, and I love the scene with Amy yeah. and the Doctor at the end. And... Um, the doctor's like, I have so many more places I could show you. We could go here, here, and here. Or there's a bigger, scarier adventure waiting for you in there with her That's normal great. life. Ah, such a great line. And that's so true in life for people. Like, I think you could take the easy way out and do this, isn't it? This, this, and this in your life. But there's a scarier adventure waiting for you by taking that big risk. Yeah. And I, I, I thought it was sensational. I really, really did. That is, yeah. It. Blah, blah. That's um yeah, just some amazing lines, amazing bits of dialogue throughout the whole episode. Um, just yeah, oh, great character moments. Even though Amy and Rory are a bit sidelined, um, when they do get used, like how Amy gets worked into sort of the climax of the episode with the Minotaur chasing her, um, they are just sensational moments. Um, really, really loved it. I don't know how many times I've said that, but I, re- I really, yeah, really I know. I feel like episode. I can't stop saying it. I feel like I need to talk about how much I love the aesthetic of the episode again because I just like <laughs> I can't say enough how much I think that's so cool. Like, listeners man, I will be like, Toby. "Have I jumped back 30, 30 minutes again?" Just yeah, literally. Shit. I just, oh, man, I wish with with respect to Chibnall, like, and respect to the choice that he got picked. Like, I really wish they picked Toby to be showrunner. I think he had some really cool mm. episodes along the way, and doing stuff like this was just like. Very Moffat. Like, his scripts aren't perfect previously, but they've always been fun and interesting. And I really thought they'd pick Mm. him. I think that day's gone. I think that train's passed. I don't think they'll pick him, like, for the next showrunner. But um, I thought thought he did a really good job in the episode, personally. He did. It's really really well written. Just everything about it. Like, I don't think, maybe other than the CGI... Um, that there's any sort of department or anything that things get let down. Like the editing is spot on. Um, you're so right. Production design's great. Um, it, it everything about it is is just spot on in my opinion. Um, really fucking liked it a lot. Yeah, me too. It like yeah, I boy. was looking forward to it on the rewatch for a while, and I really did find it j- jazzy. Hmm. Very jazzy. Very jazzy. All right, so move on to Australia's favourite segment, Connor. Let's do it. It's time for Goober of the Week. Boobity boop boop. Any goofs from you, Connor? Uh, I guess Rory against the door looked goofy, but that's about it. I think. Yeah, I, I totally reckon that was like a joke. Like I reckon they did it for a meme because it blatantly looked like hilarious, but kind of in like a not hilariously bad like it was just like hilariously funny how that played out he's like ah like i just think that must have been intentional Nah, yeah i look it is what it is you know it is what it is mm. i it's it was a yes. it was a little unintentional laugh in a very good episode so i was fine with it 
Mm. Yeah, um, I, I didn't really have any goofs. Titus Wiki uh, mentioned Rory being glued to the door, and they also said that Lucy Howard, I think that's the character at the start, who, by the way, I think her name was Lucy something else in the right up until the read-through, and then they realized it was pretty much the same name as a big Finnish companion, so they changed the name to Lucy Howard. That's funny. Um, so Lucy Howard opens rooms 214, 215, and then 214 again, despite there being different monsters inside all the rooms. Mm. Bang, bang. There you go. So either they just reused the plates on the door or... Uh, I don't really know how the fuck that happened. I didn't notice it. Small thing. Titus Wiki's always looking at these these minute things. Jamie's nail polish, shit like that. Crazy. Classic. Classic. Shall I move on to Australia's second favourite segment? That was a very Let's quick goof. do goof it. The week. It's time for Behind the Scenes. So, until... This is actually a crazy thought, by the way. Up until Series 11, this is the last episode to feature full-time companions. Because when Amy and Rory come back, they're they're still staying at home and just sort of going off on one-off adventures with the Doctor. Um, Kara also does that. She's got her own life and... Um, she has a bedroom. Clara does mention she does have a bedroom, but upon the whole, she's still kind of she doesn't actually live in the TARDIS. Um, and then Bill is obviously studying at uni, and they just go for they just oh. go off on adventures in between. Wouldn't have picked up on that, but fair enough. Yeah, crazy little fact. Um, and the other, there's really not a lot to talk about this episode. the The other thing is that Stephen Moffat originally pitched this story for series five. That's that's it. That's all my facts. I'm here yeah. all week, guys. I liked them. They were fun. <laughs> they were, yeah, they were, they were they a little were bit trivia for good. you. They were good. Yeah. Well, you know what? The third segment, Australia's third favourite segment, I keep forgetting to post it. Like, there's been a couple of... There's been pretty last minute where I posted it the last few weeks. Um, but whenever I say it's last minute, all the troops seem to come through real good. Like, better than when I just posted it like a week before. To get, to get your reviews over on Twitter. So shall we move on to Australia's oh, yeah. third favourite segment? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Boys and girls, it's time for... It's time to bring in the clowns. It's time oh, for yeah. just Twitter tings. So now that's what I call comedy podcast says... Scary rooms. Ooh. Accurate. They also then go on to say, but more importantly, this is episode 69 of your podcast. Woo! Oh, yeah. Yeah, boy. Bit of hoi uh. Um. <laughs> yeah, sorry, that's silly. How does he know it's episode 69? I'm the one with the spreadsheet. Is he on my Google Drive? Is he looking at my spreadsheets that tell us what episodes we're I, doing, what episodes on? I think you've briefly mentioned it. Fuck. Um, <laughs> Dylan says, I watched this episode the night before my 11th birthday, so I have a lot of nostalgia for it. I don't know why I'm talking like this. Um, I rewatched it last year, and I didn't enjoy it as much as I did back then, but it still holds up fairly well. That's I do awesome. think that the episode could have done more with the horror, but the moment when Eleven and Amy at the end... the Sorry, the moment with Eleven and Amy at the end makes for some great television 
even if it's only to serve the finale of the series. Yeah, I get that. I think um, that's that is some great television at the end there. Um, I, I think it is a, a good character thing though. I don't think it's just necessarily for well I, I don't remember we'll see how series seven plays with it but from memory i don't know i don't know what i'm talking about i don't remember i don't remember the future of amy and rory i remember pond life i remember there's like a, a sontaran in pond life that's all i remember oh they have a divorce and then they don't have a divorce and then amy loves rory no rory loves amy more than amy loves rory or something and then they jump off of a building uh yes that's a good recap <laughs> And Rory has a spade. Rory has a spade. I remember that. Oh, yeah. No, Rory's dad has a spade. That's it. Put it on your Christmas list. Yeah, classic. Wow, we don't even need to rewatch Series of Seven. Let's just skip it. Let's just skip it. You'd love that. The Doctor Who Show says absolutely fantastic. One of the most, one of the best Smith episodes. Memorable guest cast, unnerving moments, a pseudo tie-in to Classic Who without being a tie-in at all. I really like this one. And should watch it more. The tie-in uh, they then go on to mention was that the Minotaur is a distant cover of the Nemans, um, which that's pretty cool. The yeah, on, the Mimons. yeah. Um, I've not seen what episode they're in, but I've heard of them, and I yeah, I, I recall that reference. So yeah, very freaking cool, freaking heckin' cool. That's all the reviews for this week, loves. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I've got one. You. From Jacob, God Complex Review. So, I'm so sorry about my fucking voice today. My fucking gums. Alright, God Complex mm. Review. This episode is brilliant. The setting of the hotel is perfect, unsettling, and creepy. The concept of the ruins of your worst visit is such an interesting idea. AR10. Completely agree with all those facts. Spin straight yeah. facts today, Jacob. Straight all the facts. 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 Yeah. Facts. Get in there. Yeah. Come on. All the facts. Rip it up. I don't know what that was. Um, here's a question which I knew was going to come up and I don't have an answer is it going to be let me guess what will be in your room yes and I don't know I feel like everyone thinks about this and I there's such a great quote from this episode where it says you don't know what's going to be in your room until you see it and then you realise it wouldn't be anything else and I totally get that and that's exactly how I feel I don't know what would be in there yeah I think my my greatest fear is uh, like uh, I think Failure? I don't know. But how would you see that in the room, though? Oh, like a 90-year-old version of me being like, I'm so sad, I never accomplished anything in my life. Wow. (laughs) That's dark. That's that's what I reckon would be in my room. I'm not kidding. Like, obviously, you know, I wouldn't know until I go in it, but I do reckon that's that's my biggest biggest fear. I'm I'm spooked. I don't want to regret my life. That kind of happens with Rory in... um... Not regret, but he kind of sees some, his old self in Angels Take Manhattan. And there that always really maybe spooked I, me as a kid. Maybe I am Rory. Confirmed. I knew it. Um, yeah, look. Probably the same as Aiden. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I gotta... <laughs> yours, yours will be a fucking link to the internet. That's what'll be in your room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, like, it's kind of weird because, like... Like... You know, the police officer, she had a few ones. Like, I know one would be, like, a fucking giant-ass spider, because I hate spiders. So that mm. that would be, like... That's not my worst fear, though. That, that would be, like, a side one. That would be it. Obviously, something with my family, like, my friends, my girl. Like, it will be stuff like that. Um, I don't know. Like, it would be a few things, I think. 
It's a good question, but unfortunately, I don't really have a good answer for it. I it, it's so hard to pick. I guess like them, the other one does have the biggest ear, but you probably wouldn't know it unless you really saw it. But yeah, mm. yeah, that's that's mm. that's my answer. Sorry, sorry for the shit response, but it's a good question. <laughs> I just don't know really what to say. No, no, that was that was a good answer. You threw some fears in there. Thank you. Good. Mine was just deep and fucked up, so it's kind of yeah, it's kind of spooky. Um, are, are you sure? You sure you don't have a review from Shane this week just because you forgot him? No, I don't. Sorry, I don't have anything. I think you else. scared him off since you forgot him. Oh, twice. oh well, no. What I do have is um, what I do have is a poll. Thank you for reminding me. Ooh, uh, po- it's put, poll o'clock. And I don't know if you voted on it, but I do want to ask you about this. I did. I said, is the God Complex Toby Whitehouse Whitehouse's best episode? And uh, yes, got seventy three percent, and no, got twenty seven, which is really cool. What did you vote? Your vote? Yes, you did vote yes. Okay, I, yeah, I agree. Though. I, I did. I, wow, Dylan voted no. I, I think enough. it is. Um, School reunion is also very good, but I think this one's the most solid. Uh, by the way, um, the people who voted no was Dylan, and I won't name them, but two other people who I know in my personal life who don't know any anything I put on polls. They just always vote on it just to annoy me <laughs> by the way mission successful so yeah only one person voted correctly one person voted no which was dylan but eight people voted mm. yes so well i know dylan really loves the town called mercy as well which is uh, another great course. episode that is a so, very jazzy um, episode yeah so technically it's 90 yes 10 percent no so uh mm. yeah very very jazzy god yeah. god uh, god save us crazy um he also wrote uh, a talk to an episode greeks bearing gifts good app I don't remember it. I believe that's the one where I might be wrong, but I believe that's the one where uh, Tosh gets the necklace where she can hear people's thoughts. Oh yeah, I remember that one. But I don't remember I if it's good. I I I remember rewatching it maybe a year ago, and I thought it was really good. Interesting. I, I think I think I think I think Torchwood can have some really good episodes and i always like how they got like uh, dot who rise yeah it's it, it is toby whitehouse yeah greeks brain guess mm. yeah um well, there you go uh yeah yeah um so yeah two episodes left of this season then we got oh god are you excited to rewatch just for the pure hilariosity of it are you excited to rewatch um dr widow in the wardrobe i am because i've not seen it in literally i don't think since when did it come out 2011 um something like that you know, I obviously would have watched it once, maybe twice when it came out. Um, and then I reckon maybe I've seen it once since then. But that would have been in like 2013, 2014. I don't ever remember re-watching this episode. Um, never liked it. But there is some bits I'm kind of keen for. Because I watched Narnia a few months ago. So I'm, I I think I'd, it, I'll be a bit more interested now having watched that and seeing the similarities. Some of the settings are enticing me. And um, I was listening to a bit of Doctor Who score for the first time in a while, um, a few days ago. Um, and I just put the, just a series... Oh, I, was, I was really in the mood for some Series 7. So I can't wait. Favourite season, even though it's really shit. Well, not really shit, but there's just so much hype around that season. Um, but yeah, so I was in the mood. I just chucked on like the a playlist that was like the Series 7 soundtrack. Um, but it also had the Snowman and the Doctor of the Widow of Wardrobe in there. Um, and some bits of score from Widow and Wardrobe were coming on, and I was like, this is actually quite beautiful. So, um, 
interested to see how that fits into the story. Yeah, I remember vividly really disliking Christmas Carol when it first came out and really liking Dr. Widow in the Wardrobe. So it'd really? be interesting to see if it's flipped. Because uh, I but, never liked either. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fair. Um, I don't think I loved it, but I was like, it's an improvement over last year's, I remember thinking, which mm, probably okay. wasn't a good thing, but... Um... Oh, fuck, nearly fell off my chair. Um, no, nah, I'm excited. Nice. Hey, I'm excited. I, uh, I, I do like a good festive episode. Then we're starting season seven, which is very exciting. So many cool yeah. and uh, jazzy episodes to come up. You know, I was thinking... Um, oh, here we go. We're really jumping ahead here, but I, I was thinking the other day, Fucking hell, series seven, they go ham on location shooting. Like mm. and that's what I think I like so much about the episode. So many so much of this series I think has been like on sets and stuff. Like even this episode, they get away with it because it's a great production design. But it's all on sets. And for me for me, nothing beats them being out on actual location. Like it, it's like that in Classic Who all the time, because um, the set stuff always looks garbage and then they go out on location and Sometimes the location stuff in Classic Who was actually shot on film, so it actually has been remastered really well. Um, but yeah, location work always helps because Asylum of the Daleks is kind of shit because it, it is kind of, in terms of the look of it from memory, because it is kind of all just in, in sets. But then you have episodes like A Town Called Mercy where there's so much location work. Power of Three, I think, is a lot of sets, but there's some, some cool location things. And then, obviously, Angels Take Manhattan, they actually shoot in, in Manhattan, Bells of St. John. There, there's, like, um, all those beautiful London sequences. I'm just, yeah, I really, really fucking am keen for that location location work. Yeah, I've, I think there's a lot of stuff to be excited for, to be honest. Um, mm. Yeah, I, for one, am very excited. And, like, just, you know, like, uh, what a fun season. Even, even stuff like the 50th and stuff, Matt's final episode, like... Name of the Doctor. Yeah. Like, there's some cool stuff. Cool shit happening there. And um, I think we're going to... I think we're going to hype up, Connor. We were talking about maybe making a really big episode out of Day of the Doctor. Making it, like, yes. the biggest episode we've done so far. Uh, yes. Don't know how and in what way. but Because um, it probably won't be till the very end of this year. So... Um, but, yeah. That'll be that'll be a, an exciting episode to do. Yeah. Um... Uh, yeah, we'll obviously hype that up, and I'm excited for that. And um, yeah, stay tuned because we'll be doing something, and I cannot wait, mm-hmm. baby. Let's yeah. get it. Cool. Um, before we get into our into our ratings, um, let's just do do a quick little housekeeping. Uh, just you know, remember if you like the things that we say, feel free to follow us over on Twitter and Instagram at Fifty Doctor. Um, we usually do this at the end of the show, but I'm like, people probably tune out. So now I'm forcing you to listen before we give the scores. That's some smart marketing. I like um, it. You can find me on Twitter at Greeny underscore pro. Connor on Twitter at Hanum Connor. Me on YouTube at Aiden Green, where you can check out that proof of concept. I'll also link that proof of concept and the GoFundMe in the show notes for this episode. Um... And you can hit Connor up on, on the YouTubes at Connor Hannum. Hell yeah. Connor, what will you rate this episode? Oh, Aiden. That's a great question. Ooh, mama. Are you ready? 
Um, I'm not. I'm scared. What's it gonna be? <laughs> no, don't be scared. Um, oh, same as last week, man. I gotta give it a nine. It's so fun. Holy I love it. fuck! And it's original. It's original. Uh, it's pretty much everything I want it to be. It's just so jazzy. And I thought Damn. everything from the the side cast to the performances all round to the direction, everything. I just I really liked it. And I, I just fuck with it, you know. How can I how mm. can I not give it that? It's such a cool episode yeah, that's always shit. stuck with me and I, I really love it. I really do. One of if not Toby's best, I'd say. It, uh, that's really high. Are you sure you want to give it nine? Fuck you, did I stutter? No. Because I'm gonna give it a nine too. Hey! Fuck yeah. No. This is <laughs> you got like me in the, the first, first time half, in a while like. where I watched the episode and I was like fucking loved every second of it. Just a bit of dodge CGI there and Amy and Rory take a back seat seat for a couple of bits, but upon the whole, uh it's just I think every department was just on point, great character moments. Um just a blast and one of those episodes, these are my favorite episodes. Where it's only a one-part episode, 45 to 50 minutes, but you finish it and you're like, holy shit, I went on an adventure. On a this, journey. This was a, a big journey. Yeah, journey's better for this one. Doctor's Wife is, is the main one where it felt like a proper adventure because that was like crazy planet hopping shit or whatever. Um, but this one, this one was a great journey. I, I feel like I went on with all the characters. Just looked, it sounded, everything about it. Fan freaking tastic! Well done to the team. Well done, Nick Horan. Keen to see his uh his future episodes. Sensational. Yeah, I agree. Very excited to uh, keep going with the show, the seasons. Oh yeah! Thank you. It gives me some sanity each week doing this, and uh, it does. Thank you, thank you, everyone who tunes in. Quite frankly. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sixty-nine horny episodes. Oh yeah, that's actually a really oh. good way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. Now, well, now that Moffat's on the episodes. scene, every episode's pretty horny these days. So, yeah, pretty much. It's Moffat. What'd you expect? You know. <laughs> yeah, Next do? week, episode seventy, closing time. Be there. Be square. May or may not be featuring Vinny. Um, and tune in to find. Yeah, out. tune in to find out. Thanks so much, everyone. We'll Thank see you. you then. Connor, my good sir, would you like to sing us out in song? I always do, Aiden. I always do. Yeah, baby. We're here to stay, baby. It's the 50% Doctor Who podcast, baby. We'll see you next week. See you next time. All right, Aiden, you ready? I'm always ready. I hope you are. All right, and a one, and a two, and a skilly little two. It's Aiden and Connor's podcast. They're doing Doctor Who reviews. Doing Doctor Who reviews. Yeah, 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 yeah. Reviews. Do, 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 do. Doctor Who reviews. I said they're all good. We love the Doctor Who TV program. Sorry, that was a really bad attempt at Here Comes the Sun. But, um, <laughs> I don't know. Fuck that. Uh, see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>